Hi, everybody. Adam Cook from Campus Inc. in the NIL store. Want to say real quickly, thank you so much for listening and joining us on this journey. And as a reminder, if you ever need any custom merchandise, youth jerseys, camp t-shirts, whatever it may be, you can always find us at campus.inc. And of course, for all your NIL needs, nil.store. We're going to jump into the episode. I hope you enjoy. Let it be known, Adam, you are an excellent tech man. Uh, there's only so many cables and on-off buttons you can hit before something's going to work eventually. I think it's just a superpower you get when you become a dad. <laughs> just keep track of all the cables and all the drawers. Welcome back, everybody. This feels nice. We uh, we were on recess. Would we, we call yes, that recess? Yes, we were on recess, an extended hiatus uh sabbatical whatever whatever you want to say we we had a lot going on though i i didn't feel like recess it felt pretty pretty dang busy that's what happens when you go to vegas hey i would love to talk about what uh we did in vegas but you know what they say what happens in vegas shows up on the podcast there's your dad joke for the day <laughs> well okay I'll, I'll be frank one of the reasons so our we shipped our microphones to vegas or our we traveled with our mics uh, cause mm-hmm. we think we're the world's best podcasters. And then we put the mics back on the pallet that was getting sent back to Urbana. And so we're like, no, mics are coming. Mics are coming. And, um, Adam has a mic. Sean has a mic. Mine might be MIA right now. So, uh, or, you know, whatever it's, it's somewhere in the world, but maybe, maybe good tech support, but, uh, I'm not, I'm not great at the logistics, obviously. Sean. <laughs> so mics and cables are somewhere in some pallet truck somewhere in the world. Yeah. Well, I think we've got a lot. We we have a lot we want to want to go through. Um and uh you know, I think the next month is is going to be wild. <laughs> um but uh yeah, let's let's run it back. I guess where where do you want to start, Mr. Allenby? I mean, I I think a good place for us to start is Vegas, right? That was a uh once in a lifetime trip, I guess we took as a group. I, I that's where I'd want to start. I mean, the Vegas trip was amazing. I'd love to recap it and just say all the things we learned and the takeaways and, and, uh, overall impressions. Yeah. I, you know, it was, it, it was a really exciting, fruitful, uh, beneficial trip. We were at the sports licensing and tailgate show, which is, a a trade show for a lot of licensees. Um, it was cool to meet a lot of people in the space, but, uh, also a lot of athletic directors, um, a lot of licensing directors, a lot of vendors, but, the cool thing was um, we we brought our whole team. Steven, you 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 had a hard mission on this of like, no, this is going to be a special time for our company. It's going to be an exciting time. Everybody's got to be there. So how, how many people did we bring? Uh, 26, 27, something like that. Three Airbnbs <laughs> later, everyone made it there and back. Uh, you know, when you tell a bunch of under 30 something year olds we're gonna pick and choose who's going to vegas that doesn't go over well so i was just like you know what um we're gonna call this the the retreat but it was kind of the first time for us to all be together and uh, it was super special um three we went earlier um to set up the booth and it was our first rodeo nonetheless sean (laughs) what was it like setting up your first trade show um exhausting i guess would be a way to put it (laughs) yeah that was definitely my first trade show experience and um i remember us we kind of had our sleeves rolled up uh building our entire 
booth. Um, and I remember glancing around at the other places and I was like, hmm, this is interesting. Like we're here right when this thing opened and nobody else is really around. Are they ever going to set up? How are they going to do this? And apparently they hire people to do that. <laughs> uh, we do, we, we're blue collar here. We, we do it ourselves and uh, roll up the sleeves. We, yeah. Those first two days we're, we're building that booth, which was really kind of fun to, to do and see it come to life. Um, but yeah, after those first few days, I was like, oh, oh, now the, now the trade show begins and this is exhausting <laughs> also. But, um, yeah. yeah, cool experience. It was, it was really great having the, the whole team out there. You know, it just, it, it, it was special, not, not just from a company standpoint of, you know, we spent some time together setting some goals, talking about where we want 2023 to go. Um, you know, I think it was really great just vision casting of we have a couple of different arms of, of campus Inc as well. And, and making sure we're all aligned and pulling the ropes in the right directions. Um, but I, it was so fun to hear from other trade show attendees and, uh, and other exhibitors of like, man, like look at the campus Inc booth, man, like that, that is, that's the party. And it was, that's it, really, you know, kind of, I think a special thing we said at the end of, you know, this is kind of what Campus Inc. is about, right? We we want to show up. We want to have fun. We want to provide really good value in the space. And and it was, I don't know, it was exciting, positive feedback to hear people like, we want to go hang out at the Campus Inc. NIL store booth. That that place looks fun. Was we it what you guys expected? A, um, You know, we, I feel like going to that trade show, Sean, was kind of like our coming out to the world party. Yeah. You know, um, and we, I mean, there are big brands right next to us. And we we're right by Ohio State. They had a whole exhibit right next to us. And these are monstrosities of exhibits, you know, um, and a lot of huge brands that were there. And so it kind of felt scrappy that we were there a little bit like, you know, we're the Rugrats, troublemakers. Um, but the amount of people that came to us as a destination, like, oh, I knew you guys were here and I came to see you. That to me was probably the coolest part where campuses, licensing directors, Retail buyers were all like, hey, uh, we saw that you're going to be here. And I think the most interesting part was I think we're the only NIL focused booth in mm -hmm. the whole trade show, which surprised yeah. me. Did it surprise you guys? I, I, I think, you know, NIL is still I, I feel like we talk about it all the time because it's what you know, it's what we're focused on. We're in the space. We, we keep our finger um, on the pulse of what's happening in the industry very closely. Um, but I think it's, it's interesting to remember that it's still so young, right? It's still so new. People are, are unsure about where things are going. And, um, it's nice to feel like we're, we don't feel that way. We actually do feel confident about where we're at and where it's headed and, and what we're doing. But yeah, I was, I was also surprised Stephen, to not see, you know, really anybody else that was focusing on it there. It was, um, yeah, it was interesting. I, I was not necessarily surprised, but I was definitely encouraged by how many people came by who I think were just excited to learn about what we were doing. Um, I think a lot of times people go to those trade shows and they see the same thing every single time. Um, and we're new in the space. It's a new area of the space. And I think people were really excited to learn uh, about yeah. us and what we were doing. I think 
because we had so many staff members there, it, it kind of felt like an event too. People were like, what the heck is going on at Campus Inc. and the NIL store? They have the they, they have those touch screens where they're literally scrolling through their website and showing people everything they have going on. Um, so that was my biggest takeaway that I was really encouraged by was one, how curious people were about about NIL and wanted to learn more, but two, like how excited they were to see what we were doing. Yeah, um, we, part of you had another really go ahead. Go ahead I was going to say part I was, of I was just going <laughs> to Were you going to say the same thing? Yes, you go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Oh lord, you got the, the mic delay today. is brilliant. I'm um, it, by the way. Yeah, on on Wednesday, the first day of the trade show, um Stephen had had a, a a great idea of like, you know what, we want this to be a bit of our our coming out party. We want it to be fun. We want to bring people to the booth. And so we actually hosted a happy hour. Uh, we were a little cheeky with it. We had some, you know, s- six foot cutouts of Mark. So Wednesday night, first night of the trade show, we were like, hey, you know, three to five, come by the booth, happy hour on Mark. Um, and I, I think that Mark just Cuban, really, by the way, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think that just kind of like set the tone of, you know, Hey, we're here. We want, we want to meet with people. We want to chat with you. We want to help educate you on this space and, and, um, really just create a- an environment to, to learn about where we're headed and where we hope the industry is going with us. And it was awesome seeing the turnout. We had other exhibitors that were coming by like, Hey, we want to get a drink and hang out and chat. So I, I thought that was really cool. Just being able to talk yeah, and connect with we people. Had in a fun play on, uh, we had a fun play. We had a sign that said, well, you've arrived to the wild west. Um, I thought that was funny uh, because, <laughs> you know, everyone says it's the wild west and, and here we are. So um, it was really cool from an educational standpoint. And I think that leads us to perhaps our next biggest announcement, which um, has been a long time coming. But that is our, our, our partnership with Brandar Group. Adam, you have been kind of steerheading this um, with the team at Brandar. Do you want to, yeah, tell the world what, what, what happened there? Yeah, so uh, long long time coming is is an understatement. I think we've been chatting with them since pretty much the day the legislation changed um, in, in the NCAA, and uh, really what what the partnership means for us moving forward is, is as well as the Brandar Group is is really just an alignment of resources and opportunities in the market. So, uh, Brandar Group is a group licensing agency, or they they manage. Um, group rights for schools. Um, and there's, you know, a, a number of great applications for for managing group rights. I think the ones that people think of off the top of their heads are like, you know, trading cards or um, video games or, or jerseys and things like that. Um, and so, uh, you know, we feel like we've got a really powerful engine behind us um, in the NIL store. We've got a great solution that, that schools are really wanting. And being able to join forces from an educational and a resource standpoint with the Brandar Group um, really just allows us to bring our, our our fashion jerseys, a lot of the great opportunities that we have at schools to the market a lot faster and to all athletes at the school a lot faster. So they do a really, really good job at educating schools on opportunities that are in the space. Um, we've done a really good job at providing a great um, jersey and great merchandise opportunities for students to earn money. And so being able to bring that with a, a brighter, a wider breadth and a lot more speed is really what that's about. Yeah, and a lot of credit to Riley and Ryan for um, dealing with us 
um, because we are able to combine kind of our talents and the way that our technology is able to pay the athletes a lot quicker and um, with a real revenue share. But by using, you know, their resources and their technology and a lot of what they've already built and their groundwork um, has been fantastic. I think that brings us to like, you know, that fashion jersey, Adam, you said that Mm -hmm. um, and kind of brushed over it. We brought everyone that came to our booth, got a sample of the fashion jersey, um, either hockey, basketball, baseball. um, And that was probably Football. football. That was one of my most proud things that we had there. I don't know, Sean, you were there. You've seen jerseys. Tell us about it from your perspective, from a non, I'm the OCD jersey person, but how was it from, yeah, paint that picture for us. No, I mean, I, I, when you have people come in to view your booth and, and you can give them a sample of, uh, uh, urban champs jersey our, our private label that's a basketball jersey or hey do you like football or do you like baseball better oh i like baseball okay here's a baseball jersey for you um they can walk away with that and who knows maybe they gave it to their kid when they got back or they had a gift to give to them and just help spread the word on what we're doing it, it's it's really cool and something that not many people are doing right now uh in the space and we we've had conversations with you know, I've chatted with a number of schools directly coming back from from the trade show, um, just in follow up conversations. Like, yeah, we, you know, we brought your jersey back. We've been passing them around the office here, and man, these are awesome. Um, and so, I think I think that's the other cool thing is being able to, you know, when you're e commerce, when you see something that's potentially on offer on a website or whatever, um, to be able to put it in so many people's hands in in one space and be able to see you know, the, the quality of it, you know, you mentioned you were pretty OCD about, <laughs> about stuff, Steven, you, you know, it's, it's a really, uh, yeah, it's a nice Jersey. Um, so to be able to see people's reaction to it, put it in their hands, let them take it back and, and share it around the office was pretty cool. Yeah. And that, I think, you know, jerseys make athletes the most amount of money, just put mm-hmm. it out there. Right. Um, and the fact that we could tell a story with it and say, this jersey is going to make you know an athlete $15 and they feel it and look at it and go, damn, this thing's nice, right? Yeah. Um, and, and that's really like, we know that you know, Nike and Under Armour, Adidas, we're, we're not going to be them, right? Let's just, just put it out there. Um, but what we want to do is put our best foot forward to make an alternative um, that is available to everyone, that bookstores can get quickly, um, in congruence with, you know, the, those sideline jerseys that are are super, super nice. So I was pretty proud of that. I thought that was cool. I think what's most exciting is uh, every single day, more schools are saying, yeah, let's, let's get jerseys up there. Let's get jerseys mm-hmm. up there. And so I bet if you were to say that a year ago or two years ago, conversation would have been completely different, right? Adam, what's, what's been the shift that you're feeling from athletic directors, licensing directors, NIL directors, you know, retailers from maybe last June to now. Yeah, I, I think the, the biggest and probably easiest thing to, to take notice of is just the willingness for people to get into the space and, and the recognition that, look, this isn't going anywhere. Um, you know, there were a number of people that were sounding that out from the beginning of, Hey, this is here now. Um, but it took a little bit of time for people to kind of jump on board. Um, but watching, you know, some of the cream maybe rise to the top or some of those early people who were, were very opportunistic, um, without maybe thinking long-term solution, um, 
you know, the, the, the industry has gotten a lot more narrow um, in, in a good way. But athletic directors, schools, fans are getting a lot more comfortable um, with knowing what to look for in the market and knowing that, you know, to your point, there is going to be a Nike jersey. There is going to be an Under Armour and Adidas. That that sideline partner, you know, super high-end replica jersey is, is great. Um, but, you know, what else is there available in the market um, for fans to get quickly uh, at a price point that is accessible to everybody? Um, and then, you know, the other thing that I think schools are, are really excited about and recognizing is that, you know, you can't just spin stuff up for football, right? That's That's not... Um, that's not a, a long-term option. Um, you, you have to be able to offer something to, uh, to your athletes. And that's not just from an equity standpoint, that's from a, a, a true value. There, there is a massive amount of value in providing opportunities for gymnastics, in providing opportunities for women's volleyball, softball, baseball. And, and that's the thing that I think people are just now starting to realize like, oh, yeah, people are actually looking for this stuff. I, I would just add that um, I, I, I think we've seen a shift. Schools and institutions, you have to, you have to understand, are, are inherently very conservative. Um, they're massive brands um, with a lot of hands in the pot, um, and it takes a lot to do something new. It just is. And, and that's to no fault of their own. Um, so it's hard oftentimes for a school to be the first to do something. I give a lot of credit to those uh, initial schools that were first to do something and believed. Um, but oftentimes they're like, ah, we're going to see somebody else do it first, see how it plays out, see if it's worthwhile. Um, we, you know, they're looking out for their athletes just like anyone else. And so I think as we continue to iterate and we continue to prove out what we're doing, I think schools, as we've seen, are more and more comfortable being like, Mm, yeah, we really like what you guys are doing. Um, you are for all of our athletes at our school. You have a solution that's an industry leader in payouts um, and schools are becoming more and more comfortable. And, and I, I think we've seen that come to fruition. Steven, just kind of using a good example of, of all of these things, jerseys, uh, Vegas, kind of doing things for the first time. Um, we launched something pretty special uh, while we were in Vegas uh, for for um, one of our athletes at Purdue, um, that was kind of a, a first. Talk talk a little bit about that process, what that was like, and and just to, I just think it's a great example of of kind of leading out and doing something unique that's really going to benefit the athlete. Right. So part of our value prop is you know rooted in education, athlete and student first. Our entire team's watching every single game. We are talking to parents, fans, getting suggestions on Twitter, and we are reacting in real time. And that's going to be a staple of Campus Inc. for as, as long as I'm ever there, right? Um, we have to be with the time. Sean always says it's about the special moments. Well, Zach Eady is um, Canadian, which is interesting. We'll talk about that. And um, <laughs> he played hockey, which... I would love to see him on some skates because he's seven <laughs> foot four. And, uh, you know, uh, probably when he was younger, he's probably still a pretty, pretty tall youngster. Um, but his mom was wearing a hockey jersey that she had made. And I think the suggestion came about is, is let's do a hockey jersey. And so um, we have a pretty great hockey jersey we really like. We actually do the hockey jersey for the fraternities a ton, for the frats. 
Um, and so we're like, let's let's make a Zach Eady hockey jersey. Um, it'll be the big maple jersey. I don't know who came up with that uh, that slogan, but we launched it at the show, spun it up. We didn't know how well it was going to do, so we decided to do a pre-order, take a you know, be risk-free a little bit. Um, it was in my history at Campus Inc. Probably the most viral drop I have ever been a part of. And we've done some pretty crazy things in our past. Um, <laughs> we're just like, yeah, yeah, let's push it out. Let's push it out. And our CFO, Steve Watson, goes, have you checked your phone recently? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, is there good news or bad news? And this is after, you know, I had to convince him to take everyone to Vegas um, on a budget. <laughs> and so I felt pretty good about that. Um, Zach didn't, could not post about it because he's an international right. student. Sean, you were behind the scenes getting it all running. Me and Adam are running around talking. Like, I had no idea what was going on. Everyone's like, we're launching. And I was like, go for it. And we actually put it up on our screen um, as we were demoing. Sean, yeah. you were you were on the ones and twos. Tell us how it went down. I mean, it, it's the perfect storm of everything that can happen. You have a star player who also happens to be a Goliath of a human being. So he already sticks out, right? So Zach Eady, he's seven foot four. He's one of the best players in the country. He's on the number one team in the country and fans want to keep him at Purdue, right? Like, Hey, if we support him, this money's going directly to his pocket. Maybe this makes him want to stay at Purdue. So there's a lot of different factors of why this worked, but it was also just something unique and cool and hadn't ever been done before. His mom wears a Purdue hockey jersey at every game. So he already had that built in um, reputation and, and brand. So yeah, it, it was all these different factors. And and ultimately, you really got to give credit to Purdue fans because they love their basketball team so much. Um, yeah. And it's just been so much fun to see them interact and, and everything, everything from that standpoint. The virality of it was, I mean, I, th I think by definition, it's always going to catch you off guard, right? But it, it was it was crazy just to watch it catch fire and, you know, got started to get picked up by some media outlets and, you know, I'm getting text messages and phone calls and um, as, people asking me like, hey, how, how did this start? And, um, you know, they talked about it on, on ESPN2 when, when Purdue was playing the next night on ESPN. And I, I think... Two of the most special things about it to me were, to Stephen's point, what what we are about is highlighting the student athletes and, and allowing them to capitalize on this moment um, alongside the institution. And and the thing about this drop that really got to me with with Zach was it it was more than just like oh we're gonna do a hockey jersey and it's gonna be licensed and all that kind of stuff which is really cool but it really goes back to his identity right and there are two things that he leans into one he's a Purdue basketball star right and the second thing is he's he's Canadian and he loves hockey and that's that's a big part of his identity and so it was so cool to see those two things that weren't just oh what a neat thing but this is representative of who Zach is. He loves playing basketball at Purdue and he loves being Canadian and, and the hockey culture there. To be able to marry those things, bring that to market and, and have it speak to, you know, both uh, pieces of, of his identity in a meaningful way. That to me is like what's really neat about how we're able to react to stuff so quickly.
Um, it got picked up. It was on ESPN or an announcer during the game. John Crispin. Who's the announcer, Sean? John, John Crispin. Crispin. So yeah. He's shout like, out to him. He literally goes, he goes, this is how NIL is supposed to work. This is it. You want fans want to support athletes, kids from Canada. He loves hockey and basketball. This is NIL in action, ladies and gentlemen. And I couldn't say it any better. Um, you know, collectives, boosters, fundraisers, all the ways to get, you know, money to athletes. This is an organic, real way um, where fans can support their athletes and wear that proudly. And I think the coolest part is uh, Zach did a photo shoot recently with the hockey team and maybe we'll be able to read some images but uh you know purdue also does a fantastic job of just supporting the culture same thing with with caleb and the and the elf elf thing that they did um around the holidays so um really really great lockstep effort and now we're bringing it on our shelves uh, for the tournament. And the demand was so high, right? So. Like we would close the drop and people kept saying, I didn't get it in time. I didn't get it in time. Yeah. So we would open it back <laughs> up. Right. And, and my, um, yeah, my, my wife's fan, my wife's mom, Carson's mom is a boilermaker. And she's like, Steven, what do I do? I missed it. I'm like, we got gotcha. you. We're going to figure out how to get it. We're going to get you. I like, think I know, you know a guy. So, um, but no, that, that was fantastic. Uh, it was, it was, there were several zeros behind that one um, of, uh, of dollars and cents made and, and jerseys sold and stuff. So that, that was super cool. And I think it propelled everyone and got them really excited um, because then when Mason Gillis, uh, you know, hit, hit a record for threes, boom, we were right there behind it, you know, and that's just, that's, that's, that's our identity. So I'm, I'm really proud of the team for pulling that off. Um, I think the coolest part that we're experiencing right now is all of our account managers. So we have creative account managers that are responsible for their schools. They're going to a watch They have their own watch party tonight at five 30, uh, <laughs> because their athletes are playing and I guarantee you on their computers, they're going to be designing on the fly and mm -hmm. what's cool is Sean, who's like our, our inside SID basically, <laughs> um, is coaching us and training us of how to be awesome fans and supporters. And, you know, we have some account managers that maybe weren't diehard sports fans. And now they're like watching every game. Yeah. <laughs> That's super yeah, cool. Well and you got, you know, you, you got people smoking our own supply here. We're, 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 we're buying our own merch so that we can rep it out at, at the bars and stuff and, and wearing it. And Shout out Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Sarah um, um, and, I, there's uh, a picture of Sarah with, she's a Marquette grad, um, wearing Marquette pants and like a Purdue top. Zach and, Eady. And, she's wearing a yeah. Zach Eady limited drop on <laughs> yeah. top. Uh, it's game day. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's fun too listening to like, you know, last where this is on a Thursday last night, Northwestern and Indiana are playing and, you know, tonight, Maryland and Purdue are playing. And so it's, it's, it's fun to, to watch the conversations and support the athletes. And, you know, to your point with that Mason Gillis drop, Stephen, you know, he, he messaged us the next morning and he was like, Hey, I don't, you know, I don't know if you guys saw, but, uh, I had a pretty good game last night and we're like, can I get a t-shirt? We're like a pretty good game. I'd say record-breaking game. Yeah. We've got four designs ready for you. What do you think? The best. And it so was it's ready for him. Yeah. That morning we were, we were messing. We we're like, well, let's wait for him to wake up. He probably had a long night. 
And then he messaged. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, message him back 30 seconds later. He's awake. In his inbox He's awake. is the shirt. And he, I mean, he must have been blown away. Like that's so cool. And the, even better for athletes to recognize, oh, the, these are the guys that I go to uh, in moments like this. Like that, that's that yeah. relationship. That's that trust that we're continuing to build. And, and that's where something that Sean does uh, really well is, is Sean has a street team of marketers and um, student interns on each campus that help manage the socials. And they're getting this experience of how to kind of run marketing mm-hmm. and PR. And so like we kind of are layered and told like we are as close to the athletes as we possibly can. Um, and the students are helping us do that. And so, mm-hmm. you know, our team at Purdue or Indiana like they're at the games, getting pictures, making memes, storming the court. <laughs> um, and that is just as rewarding to see, look, like this junior at Purdue or senior at Indiana, they're getting a real life experience. They're putting that on their mm-hmm. resume. When they want to go mm-hmm. work in sports, they're going to say, I did this in college. And that's that's something that's that's really special to us. But um, yeah. as we keep uh I feel like we're just tooting our own horns, but hey, that's what we do here. It's um, our podcast. It's our podcast. We can do whatever the hell we want. Uh, we've been super busy, though. We've been launching stores fast. Sean, what's been the rundown? What's coming? Where, give us give us our updates. Yeah, just general update. I mean, I, I think the last time we had a podcast that launched it was December 27th. So it's been about a month and a half. Uh, in that span, we've launched five stores. So just running down the list, Syracuse. UConn, Florida State, Iowa State, and a, a small school called Duke people may have heard of. Um, so I, I, I think <laughs> what's what's pretty cool about those five schools is these are massive brands. Um, and mm-hmm. they each carry a lot of weight in their specific region. Um, and there's a lot to be proud of there for sure. Sean, what's launching in the next couple of weeks? Let's kick this one to Adam. Adam, you, you. Uh, we are we are busy little beavers over here. That's for sure. We have about twelve schools that are in the pipeline right now. Um, I don't know if you guys know, but uh, late spring, pretty big college sports window. Um, so it's been it's been a lot of fun to uh, start some of maybe the the Cinderella stories early. Um, if you've been watching much college basketball in, in the big 10 or, uh, maybe even in the ACC, um, there are some, some schools that are, are making some pretty good runs right now that you might see some NIL merchandise on offer here pretty soon. Um, but I, as we, as we move towards the tournament, you know, don't want to give away too much too soon, but, um, we're, we're, we've got about eight schools that will be, be live and ready to rock and roll for the tournament, which is going to be really exciting. You know, again, giving giving those this is the biggest moment of at least for men's and women's basketball, their collegiate career. And so our team is working really, really hard to ensure that they don't miss out on this opportunity in time. And, you know, I give I give a lot of credit to the team because they're gearing up for basketball. Right. Well, getting getting everything in for the tournament. Um, But just the other day, I heard all right, we got to get ready for softball and baseball. Let's go. Right. Um, <laughs> Never stops. And that that's pretty cool because, you know, we're going to capitalize on that right when basketball's over, you know, or at the same mm-hmm. time, uh, essentially. Mm-hmm. So um, it'll be uh it'll be an interesting month to say, or, or two to say the least. Um, but I'm, I'm excited for it. And uh, 
we're really fortunate for all of our partners um, that have helped make this possible for sure. Yeah, very, very grateful. Uh, we've been asking a lot, a lot of questions. Um, we've been getting a lot of of advice, which, which we're always really grateful for as the space continues to evolve. And, you know, we always say we'd much rather be busy than bored. Uh, we're, we're definitely not anywhere near bored. Uh, that is for sure. Well, guys, this was great. We're going to have to, we need to get back on the horn because, uh, we could have, we could have gone on for two hours of all these updates, but maybe we'll break a couple <laughs> down in the coming weeks. And, uh, if you, uh, if you want to give us a like, follow, love, shoot us a message, um, you'll see a lot of action this next couple of months. So sweet. Love it. All right, y'all. This has been another episode of the NIO Show. See you next time. See ya. Bye, guys. Hey, everyone. Adam Cook from Campus Inc. in the NIL store. Just wanted to say thanks again for listening and joining us on this journey. And as a reminder, if you ever need any teamwear, custom merchandise, rec or youth league jerseys, uh, fraternity and sorority wear, or company merchandise. We're always here for you. You can find us at campus.inc. And of course, for all your NIL needs, nil.store.